fictional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And we are in Cozy Mystery Month. Cozy! Over here. So, um, I guess to kick off our film portion of the month, what we thought would be fun, like we were, I guess we were searching for ideas of like, hey, what would be a good cozy mystery for us to talk about? That's something. also fun. That's also fun. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not like boring. Yeah. Like that's also fun. That's also something that we actually have something to talk about. And um, we decided that this week we would talk about Enola Holmes. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure a lot of people do know about because a movie at this point with Millie Bobby Brown is going to draw mm. a crowd most of the time anyway. I mean, this one's a Netflix original, and I think it came out during the pandemic. It did. It, it came out in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. I mean. So, like, you know, when we were all stuck at home, like, there was nothing better to do than watch Enola Holmes. So, I think a lot of people watched it because they were like, well, fuck, I got to yeah, watch something. I watch something. <laughs> so, they did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we figured we would kick things off with Enola Holmes, a little young adult, a little fun. A little sort Henry of, Cavill. Yeah, a little fun <laughs> adventure mystery type of thing. Very quirky characters, fun situations. Yes, stakes, but not so much that you're ever really all that concerned about anything. You know? You're not like worried about anyone's safety. Like, I'm not worried about know. the 14-year-old girl's safety. I she's think everything in the in the book she's 14. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's um let's talk about it. Talk about it. A week ago, I awoke mother? to find that my mother was missing and she did not return. I'm presently on the way to collect my brothers, Mycroft and Sherlock. Yes, Sherlock Holmes, the famous detective, my genius brother. He will have all the answers. Enola. Where's your hat and your gloves? Well, I have a hat. Just makes my head itch. And I have no gloves. My God. A wild woman brought up a wild child. Who will make her acceptable for society? She seems intelligent. There are two paths you can take, Enola. Yours or the path others choose for you. It is time to find my mother. The game is afoot. <laughs> if I have to stay hidden from my brothers. So Enola Holmes was released in 2020 on Netflix directly and currently has a rating of 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a, wow, critic score of 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I think, hang on, I don't know what the audience score is for it. 71%. I'd lean towards like an 80. I was going to say, I'm like, like, I think I would find somewhere in between In between those both two. of those yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for people who aren't aware, the Enola Holmes, now there are two films actually on Netflix as of the time that we're recording this. Um, the Enola Holmes film series is based on the Enola Holmes Mysteries book series, which is, yeah, that's it. It's a like young adult mystery series, um, which according to the internet tells me that there are seven books in the series as of 2021. Oh, they're um, still making them. And they began, yeah, they began publication in 2006. Oh, okay, and so they're not that old. No, not really. Yeah. And the this first book in the series, or this first movie, I should say, the first Enola Holmes film, is actually based on the first book in the Enola Holmes mystery series called The Case of the Missing Marquis. So mm. that makes sense because yep. that ties into, obviously, this the mystery movie. that yeah. we see throughout the course of uh, the film. Yeah. And they're written by an author called Nancy Springer. I think they're pretty popular in the young adult sort of I like Nancy Drew and I want something else kind of sphere. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Which is kind of fun, actually. So the plot, the basic plot of the film and the basic plot of the series itself follows Enola Holmes, who obviously, if you recognize the last name, is a fictionalized version of Sherlock Holmes' 
young sister, yeah. basically. And Mycroft. Totally. And Mycroft, yes, obviously. We love Mycroft we in this movie. We love Mycroft in this movie. <laughs> I, can, I can only say that very rarely. So. Oh, very rarely. He's so. normally the most tedious character. But he's great in yeah, this movie, so it's fun. Uh, so yeah, starring Millie Bobby Brown as the titular character, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, and I think it's Sam Claffin yeah. or Clayfin as Mycroft yeah. Holmes. Um, if anybody's watched Daisy Jones and the Six this year, you'll know Sam Claffin as Billy Dunn in mm. Daisy Jones, which he, where he always says, also does a really great job. I think he was in the Hunger Games he too. He was a Fennec. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. I have trouble and he remembering. He was also in uh, Me Before You. Oh yeah. With, oh my God. Thank um, you. Amelia Clark. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I completely. Very sad it. movie. Also, which, side note: I have tried to find on a tre- streaming service recently, and it's just not there. Oh God. It's like, everybody's guy. decided it's too sad. It's too sad to rewatch. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Also yeah. based on a book. For anybody who also, wasn't aware of that. I have read that one, and it's Me too. very accurate. And yeah. sadder, as far it as I'm concerned. Sadder. There's a lot more dark stuff in yeah. the book than there is in that film. So. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so basically it follows, Enola herself is the main character, narrator, etc. of this series, and... Um, her brothers are quite a bit older than her, like yeah. a good like fifteen plus years older seen than her. Them since she was like a, a very young, a child. very young child. That's yeah. it. And she's grown up in the countryside with her mother Eudora, who is played by Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. Yay, we love Helena Bonham we Carter. Do. She's and you know what? I think that anytime you need like a fun quirky mom bit, bit of coziness yeah. yeah and like you if you need like a bit of quirk like a mom but like not like a regular mom like a cool mom <laughs> you're probably gonna get someone like helena bonham carter to play the character not bellatrix lestrange though no 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 i just mean in general yeah <laughs> um yeah half the fucking cast of harry potter is in this movie as well so <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> it's a british production yeah. um yeah so she's so she's grown up with her mom eudoria she is she's been raised to you know unlike many girls of that time obviously to be intelligent think for herself not really care whether or not she finds a husband know how to fight know how to do sports know how know how know like you know like math physics languages learn all kinds of different very independent like she knows how to survive out in the wild exactly so she wakes up on the morning of her 16th birthday to discover that eudoria has seemingly disappeared overnight she has left it seems of her own volition anyway. Um, And she's only left behind gifts for her birthday. And obviously Enola feels very sort of hurt and confused by this because her and her mother are extremely close and she's like her whole world. So she tries to figure it out herself a bit at first, but she can't. And so she reaches out to Mycroft and Sherlock, who are her older brothers, to ask them maybe for some help in this matter. Um, They've got a great sort of like intro scene. She goes to meet them at the train station and they've not seen her for a very long time. So they don't know who she is. (laughs) They like walk past her and she's like, hello. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And of course, according to Mycroft is like your proper brother, like very proper English gentleman of that time. He's like, where are your hat? Where's your gloves? And she's like, well, I have a hat, but it makes my head itch and I have no gloves. And he's like, she doesn't have gloves. It's so funny. He spends half the fucking movie clutching his pearls whenever he finds anything else. He's so good in this He's really good. He's very good. Um, You know, whereas Sherlock is the more silent of the two, the more observant, obviously. He's a very famous detective. And so that's literally what that character does. He just observes things and then deduces based on what he's seeing. And we find out very quickly that, like, you know, 
Mycroft has been sending money to Enola and her mom, but yeah. her mom has not been using the money the way that he intended no, it. No, he thought it was for a governess yeah, and an for upkeep of the house and <laughs> the carriage. And then they get there and the house is like completely in, you know, disarray. In tatters, and like, basically. Yeah. And, you know, there has never been a governess. Eudoria yeah. would teach Enola herself. Yeah. So she's been using this money for something. Yeah. We just don't yeah. really know what it is specifically. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Mycroft is horrified by all of this, and it's like, we need to turn our sister into a proper young lady, so we're I'm going to call... Her we're sending her off to, what is it, Mrs. Harrison's finishing school for young ladies or yeah. some garbage? So Mrs. Dursley shows up. Yeah, Aunt Petunia <laughs> shows up. Also, like, she's a great actress. She's also in Killing Eve, if you guys have seen mm. that show. She also is great in that, too. She's wonderful. Yeah. So she shows up, of course, to, that's it, take her off to finishing school, with an, which Enola's like, no fucking thank you. No thank you at <laughs> so all. she runs off. Um, so she basically runs off after also like what I appreciate about the character is that she also, you know, has a couple of moments like with her brother, like with Sherlock, where she's like, hey, um, I haven't heard from you motherfuckers for years. And, and now you're trying to ship me off And now off you're somewhere? trying to show up and decide that you get to decide what to, what I am going to do with the yeah. rest of my life. Like, yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. Her mother taught her well. She really did. <laughs> um, Side note, I didn't, I was surprised when I saw the casting for this. And then when I watched the movie, I was also pleasantly surprised at Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. I didn't know how I was going to feel about that. I was like, that seems weird. Oh, right? he did a great job. But he's really very good. He's very subtle mm -hmm. and very kind of quiet in his portrayal. Yeah. Not as, um, because I think also because the focus is so very much on Enola as well, not as pompous as he's often yeah. portrayed in a lot of different versions of a Sherlock Holmes character. Yeah. He's like a surly older brother, a thinky older brother in this Pretty one. much, yeah, where he's like, I don't really feel like dealing with this because yeah. I've got other stuff to do. And yeah. I appreciate how often his selfishness is pointed out to him. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, I like that Enola is by Enola, vocal. And even by Mycroft, where he's like, I know you don't feel like fucking dealing with this. Yeah, and he's like, she's my ward. And like, why do you suddenly care? Like, you haven't seen her in years. In years, like, and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. That's it. Because, and you do get a good sense of the fact that Enola and Sherlock are both very similar personality-wise yeah. and in terms of, like, their level of intelligence. And, and interests in things. Exactly. Yeah. And Mycroft doesn't have the same, that same maybe high level that they do, and that bothers him. Yeah, but, I mean, he... He's turned it into something else. I was going to say, yeah, he's, he's turned his talents to other things. Exactly. Yeah. He's turned it into something else, and it doesn't make him, like, less intelligent of a character. It just, because his... He's not as highly focused the way that they are in terms of being to, you know, just sort of deduce many facts from their surroundings. He's taken that, done something else with it, but you can tell that there's probably a level of resentment that exists yeah. there, particularly for Sherlock. Mm. Um, but there's a level of resentment that exists there within him, which is probably also why he's gone so very much to the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. as far as being like, okay, well, now I have to function like a proper gentleman and ladies <laughs> and need I have to, to function sure like the proper rest ladies. Of you do too. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, um, so Enola's able to find her mom is really big into ciphers. Yeah. And so she's left oh, yes. like some clues around the house. So Enola's able to find secret messages and some money that her mom's left behind for her as well. Oh, and bad, she I uses think. that yeah. to escape. She dresses as a boy and she uses it to escape um, and get onto the train to leave to go to London to find her mom. Yeah. When she's on the train, there's a suitcase above her in the compartment that starts <laughs> so moving funny. and she's like what the fuck and there's like a scene prior to that when she's getting on the train where they're 
is are there's like quite like a wealthy looking family who are walking around saying they're looking for one of the women's sons yeah and they're like he you can't just like the train can't just take off what if he's on the train no we've looked for him we've looked for him yeah, we don't know there. where he you is looked hard enough that's it like, so Enola's yeah. like she clocks this and you can tell she's like what the hell was that about but yeah. she doesn't know obviously and also she's trying to escape herself exactly so she's like, whatever so she's you know on the train when mysteriously a, a suitcase above her starts moving and then someone starts cutting their way out of it and then falls out of it and it's a guy like a young man about her age yeah. basically the um, Viscount yes and the Viscount Tewksbury what is it Marquis of Basil Mark- yeah <laughs> it's so cute such a stuffy name um, he's a munchkin he is he's so cute he's so stinking cute that and kid. he definitely looks like way younger than Enola like yeah. that Millie Bobby Brown does in I this. think that's I think that's like a thing boys yeah. have this tendency to shoot up at a particular age yeah they, they look take like baby longer. baby baby and all of a sudden it's like whoo yeah. there you go all of a sudden they look much older than they did like a year prior yeah. girls don't really do that as much no, we tend to mature at a, like a more steady yeah. rate so that's probably why anyway so he pops up and he's like hey I'm just trying to trying to hide from my family and stuff and she's like you're an idiot well she, she calls him a nincompoop which is like wow how british could you get with that know, it's great and she does a lot of this like talking to the audience oh yeah like, she breaks the fourth wall a lot that's yeah. like a thing that she does because she's not narrating. In an annoying way i don't hate it no i don't because i don't think that she does it so often that i'm like jesus fucking christ and yeah. also because it's like a young adult kind of thing yeah. too you it gets into it like so the much. kind of fun quirkiness yeah. of the story itself and i'm okay with it mm-hmm. um so she's like you're an idiot but she's like hey there's there's a guy though on the train who's like doing rounds and he's yeah. he's looking the for you the bowler hat. yes exactly um he does find them and of course like she gets drawn into this because Tewksbury's like oh my god please help me and she's like no and then he's like please help me and she's like oh god fine (laughs) so there's a big chase scene on the train where like this guy is like trying to kill him it's not yeah like it really makes you be like hang on like are you being hired by the family or are you being hired by By someone someone else else to get rid of this guy that's it because you're like whoa what the fuck yeah so you know, so anyway, in order to escape, they wind up jumping off the train mm. to get away from him. Um, they, you know, get to London together because they knew that each of them were going to London. But, of course, she's trying not to get attached to anyone. Mm. And she's very distrusting in general because of everything that's been happening. Mm. So he's like, well, we should stick together. And she's like, no, we're splitting up when we get to London, which is what they do. Yeah. She goes off and she's like, okay, I'm going to have to blend in properly. Uh, gets herself, like, a proper dress and everything. Uh, a room at a lodging house, which, like... Lodging houses, if you know anything about the 1800s, oh lodging houses were as soon as terrifying. She said it, I was like, Ugh. yeah, like if you know it's anything, like a whorehouse slash like. If you've read anything to do with Sorry, like the Jack the Ripper case and kind of like what London looked like at that time, yeah, oh. yeah no, it was pretty dirty. Like I think London in general was pretty dirty unless you were like part of like the bourgeoisie or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, manages manages to get that basically and then um she continues to use the clues that she's found and the ciphers that she's found to kind of look for Eudoria because she's been leaving messages in the newspapers and magazines exactly um in following all of these clues she actually finds a big safe house that has like explosives in it and pamphlets and stuff and she's like what the fuck is going on um and it, she turns out that allude to this, like yeah, leading up to it. exactly. Yeah. And you do find out that Eudoria is kind of part of like a women's suffragette, suffragette movement, movement. Basically, yeah. that's pretty much what she's doing is fighting yeah. for women's rights. Is Yay, basically Eudoria. what it is. Yeah, love that. Um, uh, man with the bowler hat finds her and like 
kicks her ass. Yeah. Like I really, I was like, those. That's probably the one scene in the film where you're like, oh my god, this guy's gonna kill her. I know, and you're like, she's sixteen. She's like a child. Yeah. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Yeah, exactly. Because um, he's trying to find Tewksbury, and she's the one that he's managed to track of the yeah. two of them. She is able to light some of the explosives and actually, like, get away yeah. a little bit. Um, and she's realizing at this point that she's been drawn into this no matter what. So she's like, fine, I will go find him again, and I will help him mm-hmm. figure out why someone wants to kill him right now. Yep. And as this is going on, she's also discovering when she does... Um, she visits their, like, the Tewksbury estate and speaks to his grandmother and everything. And then while she's there, also uh, bumps into Inspector Lestrade, who's another big Sherlock Holmes character. Mm-hmm. He's um, a member of Scotland Yard who's always involved. I find Lestrade might be the one who's portrayed the most differently in every iteration. I see sometimes he's a full villain. Sometimes, sometimes he's a bumbling idiot. They don't always use that name, though, for him either, no, do I, they? No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like sometimes they give him a different name. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Sometimes he's a friend of Sherlock's and he yeah. trusts him very much. Like, it really seems to depend on what iteration the authors decided yeah. that they want for this particular version of Sherlock Holmes. In this one, I find a little bit bumbling, also trusting of Sherlock. So he's, like, a little bit of both. Yeah. And he's, like, generally a good guy. Exactly. <laughs> um, so she finds, uh, Enola finds Tewksbury in a flower market because we discovered earlier on that he's very into plants. Mm, herbs. Um, herbs, yeah. fungi, like, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And he, like, he studied it a lot, so he has, like, a really good passing knowledge of it. Um, she finds him, warns him of, like, she's like, hey, guess what? That heavy that was looking for you literally tried to kill me not long ago. <laughs> by the way yeah um they try to get away together they go back to her lodging house but of course because money buys anything around here Lestrade and um the other one show up to arrest her they will arrest technically it's to arrest Tewksbury because he's the person who's missing his photos and all the papers uh Sherlock's been asked to take the case at this point and he's also following little breadcrumbs that he's finding Mm -hmm. out about this slowly but surely to try and figure this out and slowly but surely as this is happening and he's realizing what his sister's accomplishing you can tell that he is more and more impressed with everything that she's been able to do yeah and Um, he's like maybe she should be independent (laughs) yeah where he's kind of like huh okay um so uh they basically she makes him leave she's like when they're breaking in she's like no you need to go they're like someone's gonna kill you like you need to get out of here so she's basically detained and she's sent to that stupid finishing school that she hates Mm -hmm. and stuck there for I guess a matter of a number of weeks probably like a good few weeks Mm -hmm. chances are um until Tewksbury smuggles his way in and then is like we're getting out of here we gotta I love him he's 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 such he's such a little cutie person like pinches cheeks he's adorable and like every time throughout the movie when she mentions him she's got like a slight grin where she's like he's a nincompoop but she's smiling about it a little bit and you're like this is cute that's that's fucking cute. There's something about like when, okay, when you're like, you know, like we're in our 30s, right? When, when you're, you're watching like younger people like have like a first love kind of moment yeah. where it's like really sweet like this, you're like, oh, my heart. Because so you remember cute. being young and you remember feelings like that when yeah. you were younger. It's really sweet. Um, so they managed to get out together. Uh, and basically what they've deduced is that what they're thinking is happening is that they're like, well, it must be so Tewksbury because he's the Marquis and he's like the Viscount technically, he is meant to be, his father's passed away like a while Mm -hmm. ago and he is meant to be taking his father's seat in the house of Lords. And there's a really 
important vote coming up regarding um, like voting reform. Yeah. Basically that would allow more people the right to vote. Right. And Tewksbury's a more progressive character yeah. and he believes that everyone should have the right to vote. Right. And so he would be one of the sort of more important deciding factors in what's happening. In and favor so, of the reform. In favor of the reform. So what they believe is going on is that his uncle is going to be taking his seat, would be taking his seat in the House of Lords if he dies. Mm-hmm. So, so they think that someone's trying to kill him so that or that his uncle specifically is trying to kill him so that they can do exactly that so that someone can take his seat who will be against the reform and then in turn vote against it and everything will stay the way that it is because god knows that we love some status quo around here don't we still yes it feels very true to life (laughs) yeah but i mean you know kind of looking at this story it is very cozy like you know we kind of said like oh it's not very high stakes I guess it kind of is it is there are definitely legitimate moments of danger for these children their kids their babies kids at the end of the day which is what makes it a little bit like lower stakes almost yeah that's it which where because you you kind of know on the back of your head you're like they're not gonna die (laughs) like no one they're not gonna get killed this is it's not that kind of movie where the teenagers are gonna die that's like not a thing that they're gonna do it's true so they've been they've decided they've discovered that like they believe that this is what's going on so they head back to the Tewksbury estate but it's like deserted and they're like what the hell is going on they're looking for the uncle so that they can confront him and get him to confess to this uh but instead fucking bowler hat shows up again of course jesus and tries to like shoot them like gun them down yeah in the the foyer in the foyer the parlor that big weird looks like a chessboard interesting room like a chess interesting room that they filmed in i don't know what it is but it's interesting to see anyway um so there's a whole standoff with him, uh, and Ola's able to use one of the like fighting techniques mm-hmm. that her mom had taught her that she'd never been able to get right before. Oh, She's able to corkscrew. use it. Oh my god, I forgot about Edith. Oh, she was great. Edith, the real fucking character. MVP. Yeah. One of the first places that she traces her mom in London is to this um, tea shop. This tea shop, and up above there are like self defense yeah. classes that are being given to women specifically. Yeah. And the woman who runs this organization is Edith, and she's also a woman that Enola's seen before in the past at the house knows with her, her mother. Yeah. So obviously knows her mother, and apparently was like her first teacher when she was a kid who mm-hmm. would like teach her how to fight. Um, she's cool. She will. She like tells it like it is she doesn't pull her punches with anything um and she does that with Enola and then with Sherlock later when he shows up and she's like she has a really great conversation with him where you know he's talking like you know like you can't be I I don't really pay attention to like the status quo or this or that it doesn't concern me she's like no it doesn't concern you because you have had power forever you're a man and so you don't have to be concerned about any of this stuff but But we we are the ones who have to worry about it we're the people who fight who are fighting for this kind of reform because we are the ones with no power we have no rights and you are smart enough to know that that is exactly the case and he has nothing to say about that which I appreciate take that man Anyway, (laughs) so uh, back to our little standoff. That's it. Enola's able to disarm and then technically kill Bowler Hat. Whoops. (laughs) By using that fighting technique. Because he falls and bashes his head like right into the corner of a weird like ornament sticking out of something. Well, I guess she learned how to use the uh, move. True enough. Whatever. He's been trying to kill her the whole fucking movie. So (laughs) nobody feels bad about that. Mm -mm. He's played by one of those British actors who's always a bad guy in everything. Yeah, he's always a henchman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
You've um, got that henchman look about you. Exactly. So then it's revealed that the, uh, what is it, dowager, what would she be, a countess or something? Tewksbury's grandmother. Yeah. Madame Maxine from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> She's a- revealed to be the actual mastermind behind this. She's the one who hired Bowler Hat Guy. Yes. Because she's, because she's basically, because she's of an older generation. Yeah, and she wants to keep things the way And she the wants to keep are. things the way that they are. Yeah. And she's like, no, this shouldn't be changing. This reform shouldn't be happening. People shouldn't have rights. Bah. So her plan was to, yeah, ki- have her grandson killed and then put her son um, in his place in the House of Lords so that he could vote against the reform. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's a it's a lot. She shoots her grandson, and for a minute you're like, oh fuck, okay, whoa. Yeah. Um, but he he was smart enough that they had like a whole bunch of um, what was it, suits of armor mm. in that like parlor, and he was he had stuck one of the breastplates like yeah. under his shirt. So like luckily he's fine. In real life, that would have been very obvious. <laughs> yeah. The one the only thing I will say in this last scene that I wish that had happened is that like so after she's done this and after she shoots him, and Enola's like, oh my god oh my god um she tries to shoot enola but the the gun i guess is like out of rounds or whatever or it's stuck i have no like it's jammed or something i have no idea mm-hmm. um i personally i would have punched her in the face but <laughs> yeah yeah like would you <laughs> yes that old lady does not deserve yeah. anything less than a punch in the face that was not cool you, you tried to kill your own grandchild yeah. that's fucked up it is fucked up i mean i'm just laughing at like you know the punch in the face versus, <laughs> like you know trying to murder someone like yeah well yeah you know but that's what she deserved at the very least but luckily he's fine and so they're and able to yeah, and then i keek her sir <laughs> So they're able to, obviously, they're both fine, of course. They're able to um, have her arrested and everything. It turns out the uncle actually wasn't involved in this. He's just stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Which, like, interesting red herring there, but sure. Um, So they're able to go back to London. Tewksbury's able to take his place in the House of Lords um, in order to actually be part of the vote that's happening um thank goodness they have a cute little moment where he's like oh but like am i gonna see you again kind of thing and then he kisses her hand and she literally swoons a bit like if you were gonna if you're like what's a physical manifestation of a swoon that's what it looks like like, (laughs) where she he like lets go of her hand and she like falls forward a little bit he Um, does come back in the second one doesn't he he does yeah yeah. um yeah that's it so they have like a a sweet little moment that way but she's like no i want to i want to be independent i'm going to start my own detective agency and i'm going to do this um she finds a another cipher Mm. in the paper which is supposedly from her mom Mm. quote unquote but she's smart enough to read between the lines and be like well my mom would never write me something like this so it's definitely sherlock Mm. Uh, which is true he's in the square that he asked to meet her in with mycroft and they're waiting for her she does go there but she's disguised and they don't see her Mm -hmm. um and sherlock's like no he's like look if she does show up i'd like her to be my ward Mm. i will take care of her Mm. um because he's finally taking a little bit of responsibility for anything i mean you know even from the beginning you're like why is she not Sherlock's ward like they have the same interests because he's you know? not the oldest brother probably yeah, would be my assumption Obviously. I think it would just automatically be Mycroft because he's the oldest just likes having control over things he sure too. does you know, <laughs> he so. sure does 
Um, so, you know, so they do leave and he's like, no, okay, it's fine. I'm sure she's around here somewhere, but it's, it's okay. Mm. I'm sure she'll be, I'm sure she'll be perfectly fine on her own. So she does, she is able to, that's it, like not have to deal with anything like that. She does leave and she decides she's going to be independent and she is able to, um, see her mom, uh, one last time, at least for the time being, her mom pops up in the sequel as well, but she is able to see her mom one last time because her mom goes to the, um, place where she's found housing. Mm. And they're able to talk and her mom's like, look, I can't, I knew that you would be okay because mm. of how much I've taught you. And I yeah. know what you're like. Um, it I, was time. yeah, it was time. I have to do this, yeah. but I think that you are going to be perfectly fine A-okay. on your own. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it wraps up in like a cute little, like a cute little ending where oh. you're like, oh, let's just see like, you know, that's it, what she's able to do. Um, after this, but yeah, it's just like, it's just like a sweet film. It's fun. There's enough adventure and action to keep you interested the whole way and through you get enough time with the characters to be like enamored with them. to actually like them like yeah. to form an opinion about them yeah. and not just be like fuck i don't know they were there for 10 seconds yeah, weren't they, they? Did tons of action instead yeah. yeah that's it that was a good balance it was a good balance between things which is probably and i think it it was like pretty well regarded when it came out which is probably what led to a sequel mm-hmm. as well which is also fun i liked the sequel too i need to watch it I yeah it it's now. a fun one yeah. we should watch it right now <laughs> oh, okay. we should just go watch All it right, let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs> but have you guys um, seen Enola Holmes? Have you read like the series of books? Because I'd be curious to know like sort of how accurate it is, uh, book versus film. I get the feeling that the the first film is much more accurate to the books. I don't know that the second film is based on any of the novels in the series or if they just took it and like made it its own thing. Well, sometimes they do a thing where they take like multiple books and they make like one movie. Exactly. So maybe it was something like that too. I'm not sure. Anyway, you guys can let us know about that over um, on Instagram and threads at fullybookedca. And you can also check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. But until next week, guys, keep on reading. Thanks everyone. 